to give res show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Ladies and gentlemen, heels and faces, casual wrestling fans, and all you smart marks, I'm Kayfabe AJ. And I'm E.A. And this is Kayfabe Avenue, and tonight we bring you the AEW wrap-up. So uh, every week we start off with the AEW rankings, run down uh, the match results for Dark, and then we get right into AEW Dynamite. So let's not waste any time. Let's start off with the AEW ranks. Share this. All right. Boom. All right. So as always, I'm going to point it out week in and week out that, you know, it doesn't make sense that <laughs> Kenny Omega and Darby Allen, they the same bracket rank system. Um. But nonetheless, Kenny Omega 3 and 0, Darby Allen 4 and 0, um, respectively. And we have Hangman Adam Page at 5 and 0, still number one from last week. He's actually been doing good, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. Down. We got uh, John Moxley 5 and 1. This shocked the fuck out of me. Where the hell Max Caster came from with a 7 and 1? Like, I, I know he's been getting wins, but, like, he wasn't even on the rankings last week. Yeah. the past two weeks. Like, yeah. that shit was a crazy jump up um, for Max Caster. So, yeah, we got Jungle Boy still, for some reason, on this ranking from last week, 4-0, and and Cody Rose, 4-1. Okay. Uh, I'm not tripping too much at that. I guess the only one that's really – that's the odd one is Max Caster. I do like him though, like his character, the bars and all that. I like I like his shit talk. Um, yo, Jungle Boy need to do something, man. He needs to go for Darby or something. Cause I already see Paige is going for Omega and Moxley's going for Omega. Title run before I, the Jungle Express ever thinks about going solo, I feel. You did, all right. I ain't tripping over that because them two have been winning too, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, you know what I mean? So, but, um. I don't know. So maybe Max Caster's going to challenge Darby? Like, what are we doing here? I mean, I think that's the best route to go. He's definitely too young, you know, at this point to to come at Kenny Omega. Like, I'm just not seeing it. Yeah, he ain't he ain't, he ain't about that life. Yo, can you make it a little bigger? I want to see his overall. I can't really see it. Oh, it says 18, 18 or 16 and 7. What is that? 18 and 7. Who are you looking at? Nah, Caster. I was looking at Caster. I wanted to see his overall. So Caster's at 18 and 7. Hmm. Look at Mox, 34, 6, and 1. Hangman, 36 and 13. That was during his depressing slump, that 13. Yeah. Joe yeah. got 40? 40. Overall what? record in AEW. That's, oh. that's throughout his whole career over here. Yeah. Yo, Jungle Boy's been doing his thing, man. Gotta give him props, man. Eleven and two for Cody Rhodes. So yeah, he got more than than Omega. Oh no, he got uh, Omega got forty two over. Forty two, nah, man. Yo, he's right behind them, son. Yeah, he might be ready. You know, he low key. 
we might be trying to play games, but Jungle Boy might be ready, son. Nah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not in the story, so he ain't even he ain't nowhere close to that story yet. But Jungle Boy been on fire, so he should go for Darby. If you're on the ranking to begin with, because he's a tag team dude. Like, yeah, I even bother with this single and shit. Darby's having Darby's having week uh, weekly uh, TNT championship defenses now. Yeah, and he and Jungle Boy hasn't stepped to the plate yet. So what's the point? Ain't they still feuding with FTR right now, or that's over with? Who? Um, Jungle Boy Luchasaurus. Oh, that's over with because they got problems. They got business now yeah, with the in a circle now. Um, right. So they kind of put that on pause. Yeah, but they were, put... I mean, they didn't put it on pause. Honestly, they did have the <clears throat> three on three match. Tully Blanchard joined then, so I guess that was kind of the end of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he, I, I agree. He should go. They, him and Luchasaurus should go for the tags first, but. Yo, he should step up, go see Darby. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he looked like he ready. He got a high record, too. He's higher than Moxley, my nigga. And 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 overall, you kidding me? Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Moxley's record is pretty high, too. Yeah. So All right, let's the jungle boy. All right, we got Hikaru Shida, two and oh, 34 and eight. It's pretty good for him. Yeah, that's good. I ain't tripping. Then we have Ty Conti. I'm so proud of her. She came a long way from NXT, bro. She's been off. She's been kicking ass. Five. So, so far, just in the past couple of months, she's probably got... Nyla Rose is probably one of the most active... Out of the women right now. I'm Brett Baker, yeah. So, Ty Conti being at 16 and five, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, and she came Like, I see her definitely being the next champ. Um, yo, if, I, if they don't give it to Britt Baker, it, it's got to be Tay Conti. Well, yeah, I got some balls for that later, too, about her promo. <laughs> yo, I love Britt Baker, yo. She's on fire right now. <laughs> yo, I'm proud of Tay, man. She's, she came in late. She came in and she's been holding it down for the for the she's putting in more work than Anna J. That's what I was saying. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so I'm I'm salute to her, man. I'm proud of you. You came a long way, girl. But this list look accurate, you know what I mean? Red Velvet. The women's division is, I mean, is the easiest one because they don't get as much burn as the men. So it's yeah. it's easier to to keep on track. And they've been at the most accurate week in and week out since we started doing the, the ranks at the beginning. Of the month, so. Yeah. Yeah, this one looks accurate. I'm not tripping. Ain't nothing. Britt Baker just needs a couple more wins, man. She needs to get up there because I want to see her with the belt too soon. Well, Britt Baker speaks on that later. Um, but we got Red Velvet five and zero, and she's been kind of uh, sitting at that for a few weeks. She's you know still having that feud with Jade, yeah, um, which we'll get to later on as well. Real Mizunami, uh, kind of off the radar the past couple of weeks. Um, we'll see on the dark res- on the dark results. Maybe she had some action there, but a, a little bit of the heat been died down for Ryu. Yeah, right after she had the match with with Sheeta, it was what it was. You know what I mean? But she's and still in the race, though. Dr. Britt Baker. So she has to get at least four to five. 
She needs at least five to six victories. Yeah. The past Tay Conti right now. At least catch up for five to catch up, six to pass after this week. Yeah. And Nyla Rose, she got the highest record right now um, overall. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Nyla's had the most burn, had the most matches, and was a, already a champion as well. Um, five and two for Nyla Rose. So pretty accurate. Can't complain about the women's ranking. Yeah, I'm not tripping on the women's. Then we go to the tag team division, the Young Bucks. With 2-0 and still, um, they have not had a solid straight-up tag team match. Yeah. Wow. So they've been 2-0 and for about three to four weeks now. Overall, 33-14, and 33-13 for Nick. That was during the time Nick was injured. Yeah. It would have the same record. So we got FTR sitting at 2-0 and at the bottom. I don't I still don't understand how they're still on this on this rank. I really don't get it. How the hell are you still on this rank? There's so many other tag teams that's had more wins. Yeah, recently, yeah. It's crazy. <clears throat> Bear Country just made it to the rank six and one, and they haven't been in the rank in weeks. Yeah. So you know, it still doesn't make sense. 4-0 for Butch and the Blade. Seems legit. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus 5-0. Yeah. And of course, SCU 8-0. Asterix. Because they and know. They're gonna challenge, yo. They've been they've been number one contenders for them belts for like a good month now. Like, what are y'all going to do? Y'all going to step up? They're not even supposed to be a tag team. They lost that tag team. Battle Royal. <laughs> He's still holding on to that shit. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> they said the moment they lose as a tag team, they're no longer a tag team. Well, you guys lost. And that was before this 8 and 0 streak. That was before this. They need to go do a promo like, yo, Bucks, what's up? Because it's already been a month they've been number one. You feel me? Like, and I haven't seen them wrestle in a minute either. Like, I've been seeing Jurassic Express more wrestling together. It doesn't make sense because the number one contenders are nobody on this list, if you realize. What do you mean? The number one contenders for the tag team titles are <clears throat> Death Triangle, Pac, and Ray Phoenix. They're not even on this list. Yeah, they got a match next week, right? That's crazy. How the fuck they jumped the whole list now that I think of it? Because at the pay-per-view, they won that tag team battle royal that SCU lost. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so this shit doesn't make sense. Week in and week out, we proved that the ranking system just does not make sense on most occasions. Yeah. I'm actually glad that we have this segment and we do this because Jesus Christ. <laughs> Real. Look yeah, the only ones that only been really consistent, the only ones that have been consistent been the women's. You feel me? The women's division. Everything else is like on to track. It's shit crazy. Think about it. How many women are uh, getting that much burn? Actually, Britt Tay, um, Isla a little bit. Isla a little bit. Ryu was a couple of weeks ago. That's it. That's it. I haven't really seen Thunder Rosa. Jade been getting some burn though. Jade been getting some burn. She just need a couple more wins to get yes. on the list. 
Ivelisse. Ivelisse and Diamante. What the hell is Ivelisse? Yeah, Diamante and Ivelisse been winning too. They've been on dark a lot, them girls. Both of them having singles and tag matches over there on dark. So let's no, see. No, no, no. Don't Diamante starting a feud with Thunder Rosa right now? Uh, I have no idea, but let, let's let's check the let's check the AEW dark elevation results and let's see if there's a little bit of explanation. There, uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, it's also as follows for AEW dark elevation, or I like to call it light dark or dark light. Dark light. Uh, Adam Page defeating Bill Collier. The Varsity Blondes defeating Dean Alexander and Carly Bravo. Britt Baker defeating Alex uh, Garcia. So we have uh, Britt Baker getting her stats up. You got to win. And defeating Danny Limelight. Come on, Danny. You want to lose the streak. Come on, bro. You on Bro- you're from Brooklyn, man. We got Big Swole defeating Jasmine Allure. Big Swole's another person who we haven't really been hearing too much from. So yeah, after um, she lost her title match, like she fell off the map and she's she been on the uh, Michael Nakazawa defeats Vary Morales. Michael Nakazawa just won twice in a row. Yeah. Lance Archer defeats Baron Black. Speaking of Ryu earlier in the rank system, Ryu gets a, a comeback win. Uh, Ryu Mizunami defeating Tesha Prince. Uh, excuse me, Tesha Price. We got Mass Casta adding those stats, defeating Colt Cabana. Word? He beat Colt Cabana. That's crazy. We got the Butcher, the Blade, and Private Party, um, known as uh, House Hardy right now. Yeah. Adam Priest, defeating Adam Priest, Ryzen, D3, and Fuego. Poor Fuego. Fuego can't get no wins ever. We got Matt Hardy defeating five from the Dark Order. So Matt's still, you know, on his rampage with the Dark Order, his feud with them. Then we got the face of the revolution, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page defeating Matt and Mike Seidel like they promised. So not bad for episode ever. Uh, like, it sounded like it was probably a fire match, that that last one right there. I'm, I'm, okay. not, I'm not doubting that at all. I might have to go back and go run that back. You feel me? That's because I didn't see that one. Yeah. So let's move on to Dark Dark, or as we call it, OG Dark. <laughs> All right. AW Dark. We got Matt Hardy getting another win this week. So that's two for him this week. Matt Hardy defeating Vary Morales. Poor Vary Morales. She's just a jobber at this point. Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela. Wow. They're back. they back. Aaron Fry and Casey Navarro. We got J.D. Drake defeating Baron Black. Yo, he impressed me today. I'm going to talk about that later, too. Why are you going front? We got C-Stars. I don't know who that is. Defeating Jasmine Allure and Verda Vixen. Matt Seidel defeating Mike Magnum. The Jurassic Express defeating Dean Alexander and Rex Lawless. We got Bear Country. And their stats, too. Defeating the Hybrid 2. Yo, poor hybrid too, man. Oh, man, what's up, yo? These dudes are probably the most athletic people in that division. Like, what's really good here, bro? Why they keep losing? They getting washed every time I hear something about them. Ah. We got Team Taz defeating Brick Aldridge. 
Justin Law and Hayden Backlund. So a uh, good win. Um, for what I hear, Brian Cage was the reason they pulled off that victory. We got the Butcher defeating John Cruz. The Dark Order defeating Jake St. Patrick, Sage Scott, and Chandler Hopkins. And then we have Red Velvet padding her stats uh, with Kylan King defeating Maddie Rankowski and Vipers. So that was AW Dark. OG Dark. OG Dark. <laughs> <laughs> the match time, the only match that I really sound like I'm interested in right now is that study um the Scorpio Sky and the, the other one on the evolution with Matt Sidella and his brother. Yeah, that one sounded like it was probably a fire match, low key. Cause they're all four of them get busy. Like I already know how Eat the Page get busy. Yeah, so let's let's move on to um this episode of Dynamite. So we're about an hour, uh, about an hour and 15 minutes from the close of Dynamite. It was definitely a good episode, I will say, from the offset. And it started off with a really good match between Adam Hangman Page and Max Caster. So uh, the first thing I want to say is Max Caster's freestyle in the beginning. Was funny as shit. You got bars, man. You got bars, low key. (laughs) Low key. It's funny. His partner had to step in and stop him. Like, hey, we can't say that. He was trying to tell John Cena, uh, excuse me, John Cena, wow. He was trying to get Hangman Adam Page to um, pretty much telling him to blow me. Yeah. John Cena is like, you can't say that on TV. Yeah. Yeah. So his partner tells him, you can't say that on on TNT or whatever the case may be. So it was pretty funny. I guess Max Caster's gimmick, John Cena's claiming, trying to claim it back in, in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're already over with that, John. Uh, bars, though. But as far as Max Caster goes, young dude, um, I, I definitely like a lot of the stuff he does. Very um, charismatic, very athletic in, in, in the ring. But mm-hmm. you, you know Hangman was taking this. I, I kind of knew from the beginning that it was going to go to Hangman Page. Did, did you doubt that at any point? No, no, no. I already saw this coming. Hangman's been cooking um, this past couple of weeks, getting his wins up. Um, he might be ready. I don't know if you're going to get thrown in the mix of that story that's going on with Kenny and all that madness and shit, but um, yo, Hangman's, Hangman been doing his thing, bro. When technically he's he's one of the contenders for number one contender to the yeah, time. Yeah, he's the number one contender. Of, well, he's he number two, right? Who's the number? I think he's two or number one. We just saw it and I fucking forgot already, but yeah. <laughs> you want me to go back? No, no, no. We good, we good. But um, I know he's up there. He's ready to he's ready to challenge for something. You know what I mean? I don't see him going for Darby. Um, I thought the finish was fire. Hangman, right now, beating Caster, technically it will boost him up to number one contender because Caster is technically number one contender. Yeah. With seven and one. Yeah, because he just took the loss. So, no, but the, the them stats came out before tonight, right? The yeah, so these rankings recap everything from last, last week on. Last week until um the beginning of Dynamite. So Hangman is six and zero right now, and Cast is seven and two. Okay, right, right, so right. That loss that'll drag him down the rank a little bit and puts Hangman Page up there at six and zero, being yeah. number one contender in the division. So. 
looks like they're gearing up to have Hangman fighting Kenny Omega, which yeah, is really interesting considering, you know, the results of tonight. But let's, let's get to that later. Yeah. Um, as, far as, thought, as far as this match, I just want to say that the finish was fire because I saw he did the somersault outside. I mean, you know what I mean? The moonsault outside and they came back in and did another one. Yeah. That was fire, bro. Started the match off on fire. Yeah, and like in there, the hype man trying to, you know, hype up the acclaim, ends up with a boot to his face. <laughs> yeah, knock, like knocking him out the ring. You know, it, it, it was a fast-paced match. Definitely a good uh a good showcase for both of them. I don't yeah. think Max has to look bad in defeat. Uh, he did, he did great. Actually, he got a bright future that kid. You know what I mean? I'm glad uh, they picked him up out where he came from. People, you know, people talk about MJF and, and so much, but they they Kind of don't really spotlight these other guys like Caster that, yo, he's probably the future. Yeah. His charisma alone. You you telling me someone like him who's freestyling off the top? Yeah, like he could. People going to love that shit. When, you know what I mean? When the fans come back, he going to get pops. I don't even care if he's a heel right now. He might get pops, bro. Hell yeah. But um, he's going to be all right. He got a bright future, that guy. You know what I mean? He's going to be all right. So, um. Overall, I give the match a 7.5. It was definitely fast paced. The, fi the, the finish the fire. Like, that should blew me yeah. away. So he does so, a, a, a backflip off the apron onto Caster's partner. And then, um, uh, and then goes, comes back in for the buckshot. And goes back in, flips into the buckshot lariat for the win. Yeah, that was pretty dope. How the fuck you don't get no no headache after that or dizzy? Like, <laughs> so yeah, it's a seven point five. So I, I I give it a, a about a seven point five. I agree with that. It was a good opener. I like the match. So next up, we got the Death Triangle. They coming out, and it's finally Pac and um uh Penta and Ray Phoenix. And I'm here like, where's Lorito Kid, bro? <laughs> like, I don't really, I don't even want to see Pac. The real Death Triangle. Is Laredo Kid and the Lucha Brothers? Yeah. Over the past two weeks, seeing them uh, triple, you know, uh, do the trios matches together. Yeah. I'm sold on them as as the Death Triangle more than Pac. Yeah. Let Pac move on, do his own thing. Bring Laredo Kid back for me. I need that. I need that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. The whole package, the look, everything. It just made more sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they come out. They try to hype up the fact that they're number one contenders. And, um, you know, reminding people that no matter what the ranks are, storyline overpowers the rank system. Um, <laughs> they're yeah, the number one. This. Yeah, as much as, I, come on. I knew this from the beginning when AEW started. Oh, we're going to do a rank system. It's going to be sports-based. You can't do that in sports entertainment. And as much as you try, try to, like, New Japan yourself, you're still Americanizing it. You're still getting that, trying to have that balance between WWE and New Japan. Yeah. Sports entertainment is going to overpower the sports stats. Yeah. You know, the entertainment side is going to overpower the sports stats because at the end of the day, it's the story that drives the audience and it's the story that gets us invested into even wanting yeah. to see the outcome yeah. on paper. And the characters and the characters. So the story is going to overpower the rank system every time. And yeah. it's more that. You know, we go over it every week. We, we show you guys these ranks. And, you know, the proof is in the pudding. I can't say that any any clearer. Like, no, no, no. It's a fact. You know what I mean? 
But then they end up getting confronted by the best friends of all people. And the whole time I'm like, Orange Cassidy? Yeah. On the mic? And on the mic. Word. Like, he never says nothing. (laughs) Then they recap about a year and a half ago when they beat up the best friends at Orange Cassidy. Okay. So you're mad a year and a half later? I mean, nah, that does make sense because remember, um, Pac was having traveling problems because that was before the pandemic hit. Remember, they was still had a crowd and all that shit. So well, shouldn't that have been one of the first storylines you get back to instead of this mirror? That, well, that I agree with. They should have jumped right on it once Pac was able to come back overseas. So I agree with that. Pac and, and Ray tagging instead of Pencil and Ray and going against the Bucks, and they have yet to even confront each other. Yeah. The number one contenders, storyline number one contenders that go over the rank system, have not even met the Young Bucks in the ring yet, and they're number one contenders. Everything I'm, else is overpowering the shit that's supposed to matter. I thought this promo was cringe. Like, I text you that shit. I'm like, yo, that shit... I'm not sold yet. You know what I mean? Like, Amanda's a part of the group now, so she's a best friend. I'm just glad that um they moved on from the mirror and and fucking. You know what I mean? So, you know, I didn't find it too cringe. The actual promo, I was just like, why? And then like, uh, is the timing even worth it right now? Uh, I mean, give them something to do. They have better fish to fry. I mean, I mean, it doesn't make sense as far as Trent and 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 Chuck. Yeah. Take the number one contenders shit away from them and trying to earn back. Cause I did like that part of the promo. They were like, we're the most winning tag team in AEW. Yeah. We need to get that, like, you know, we're coming for that spot. So, you know, I like that aspect. And honestly, I hope this is a way to kind of run over the the Pac and Ray being a tag team thing, kind of get past that. Maybe the best friends take their spot yeah. and, and get Pac away from them. Bring Laredo Kid back. I really enjoyed that trio. I just don't want to see another um, Cassidy Pac match. We already saw it. It was a dope match when we saw it the last pay per view. Um, how many wrestlers each other under one on one? But um, I I don't want to see it again. I've had to see a, a three on three or something between them if they're gonna have sort of rivalry or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, so um, and I, I just I, I don't know. It was cringe to me. It was it was a hit and a miss at the same time. I don't I don't yeah. know what to call it. Uh, I just, I just like, I just like what it did. It moved all, it moved the storyline past that Miro shit. Yeah. And um, time booking, I guess, but the storyline was garbage. Um, but past that shit, you know, and hopefully this gives Pac and them a reason to not even have their tag team title match because storyline wise, okay, it makes sense. But rank system, people actually earning them week in and week out. You don't deserve the titles. Absolutely not. You should definitely have to defend your number one contendership at this point. Yeah. So um, earlier in the show, we had an arrival, a surprise arrival. We didn't see. We just saw who uh, somebody pull up. And then it's revealed that it's Mike Tyson backstage. Holla. Let's go. Then we head into probably one of my favorite parts of the night. The inner circle. Back in black. That's the tag they're going with. <laughs> Bruh. And they, they, they cut an amazing promo. All Yo, I could think was 
Jericho's the GOAT, 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 GOAT. <laughs> like, yo, his promo game is just, he, yo, and you know what makes it worse? He probably does that shit off the top of the head. He don't, re he don't rehearse none of that. He just goes out there and just speaks from his heart and the shit be hitting, bro. That's how I feel. One of the biggest things he did was, I felt like he was talking straight to me. <laughs> he hit my soul when he said it. He was like, I apologize. We realized that the stuff we've been doing the past six months, meaning the Orange Cassidy shit, the whole MJF shit has been shit. And, you know, the inner circle's been garbage. He actually apologized for that. Mm -hmm. He's saying, um, you know, inner circle's back in black, they're back to true form. And they they look at, they all instantly look. They on their bad shit again. They instantly look badass. Like, yeah. this is what I've been waiting for. I didn't want the inner circle to break up. We never needed MJF. So he explains that he knew MJF the entire time was a jerk-off friend. That was the term he was using the entire time, referencing MJF. My jerk-off friend was <laughs> going to be a star eventually, what he could be capable of. So I wasn't putting him under my wing. I was putting him under my thumb, you know, to make sure I could control him. Yeah, uh, you know he he eventually showed his true colors, and then we had to, you know, he did what he they didn't expect was him aligning himself with the with the pinnacle, which was funny because Jericho's like the pineapple. Yeah, <laughs> and Sammy's like in his ear, he's like, oh, the pinnacle. So that was funny, um, and he's like, but look at who you align yourself with, like, is he pissed off this two people, like. He broke him down, like, broke him all. Yo, know, he was talking about FTR. He was like, yo, I, we don't even know your name. Slasher, Clasher, Black. Yo, that shit was hilarious. My soul. Yo. To this day, I, I, so to this day, I know FTR. You show me a picture of these guys, I instantly know who these guys are. But if you told me, AJ, if your life depended on it right now, to get their names together. Which one is which? What name is what? And you can't say FTR. You got to say individually. I'd be gone. <laughs> Off yourself. It's, not, it's, it's a 50, 50 chance, right? No, no. For me, it's like a 90% chance I'm going to fail that shit. <laughs> I do not know which is which. Yo, he killed it. He had me crying when he was going in on FTR. Yo, that's <laughs> Jericho's the goat on the mic, yo. He be going off, bro. Like <laughs> instantly, instantly putting his stable back on top of the game, top one of the top stables in AEW, and this is the position that they should have never felt off. After they get through this little um, war games, pretty much this uh, blood and guts match, which I'm upset about. Yeah, I bought tickets to AEW Blood and Guts. That was the, the, the theme of the event. Pandemic aside, yeah, I get it. But you guys are going to put that match on a episode of Dynamite when you just announced Blood and Guts is going to be in September. Yeah, it was supposed to be a pay-per-view last um, or something like that, right? Oh, it was but supposed to be a special episode of Dynamite. It was supposed to actually be... It was the week after the, the um, Matt Hardy debuted Broken... Mm -hmm. And the Exalted One, Brody Lee debuted. We were supposed to have Blood and Guts. Matt Hardy was going to be a part of the match with the Elite. 
we were supposed to see that against the inner circle. Yeah. That never happened because of the pandemic and it became the football stadium match or whatever. Yeah. Stadium stampede match. Yeah. And it's like, cool, you guys want to have a, a good matchup to clash these stables, but bro, what about the fans that paid money? Mm-hmm. I paid money. I got three tickets sitting for that shit. Probably gonna, nah, don't, don't, don't sell them. I mean, don't give them back or actually. I'm, sell them. I'm still gonna go to AEW. Yeah, go. Today is like, so what are we gonna get? <laughs> that comes. If you're taking the 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 whole reason, <clears throat> uh, the whole theme, the whole reason we even bought those tickets, the certain fans, outside of the opportunity to actually see AEW, mm-hmm. but you took the biggest reason to have those tickets and you're going to put it on this episode when you've been giving everything to daily place. Yeah. That's, that's, that sucks. What do you, so I'm wondering, they got to do something huge. It has to be huge. Honestly, at this point you took, you're taking the first ever war games match. That's a war games, right? It's two rings with the cage. It's a, it's a war games match, but they calling it blood and guts because WWE has the rights. Yeah, they trademarked it. But if you're taking that event off of Blood and Guts, then I expect like a, a crazy event. That should that that event that we got needs to be moved to a pay-per-view event or something. Yeah, something. Or, or something big is in, in New York, first time in Jersey. Like, come on. That that I instantly was like, that's fucking dope. But I'm Tight that I'm pissed. Yeah, you're tight right now. <laughs> that was what I was supposed to see, and I've been waiting the entire pandemic <laughs> just to see that. <laughs> Literally, yeah. So, anyways, but, I got vaccinated. I'm about to come down and, and check guys. I'm, I'm through, man. I, I'm 20 minutes from the arena, bro. I live. Stop yeah, playing. We're gonna uh, chop it up, but gotta let's pull up one of these days. Continue along. So they announced the blood and guts match. It's gonna happen May 5th. And unfortunately, I can't fly down there because I'm doing other things. But you, you, um, yeah, that's coming up soon, May 5th. Next up, we got Christian Cage backstage about to get interviewed. He's talking about his match with with Kaz and talking about what kind of performer that he is. But he gets interrupted by Taz. And, you know, Taz says he means no disrespect, but instead he wants to be straight up, offers him a, a spot in Team Taz as you know a showcase and someone who goes to help the rest of the group so yeah. what do you think about that what do you think about the offer i mean um i mean that would be a good start for for christian to start getting into some stories and and start doing more stuff getting more matches starting feuds so um i don't think he's gonna accept it i think he's gonna he's probably gonna start a feud between them you know what i mean knowing knowing christian but um I don't know. I, I, I'm. I don't feel no type of way. I, I just want to see what happens. He would like to see him join Team Taz. I wouldn't be mad at that either. You feel me? Like pick up Christian tag team, the cages. I won't be tripping on that. Like if they, but I don't think he's gonna do it. But I don't think he's gonna I, do it either. He's too much of a baby face right now. But he'll be. He'll be an eye addition for them. But I thought it was a dope promo. You know what I mean? He never gave an answer, right? That's for next week or some shit. Sure I told him, "I'm not gonna press you. I'm not gonna put you on the spot." But think about it. And he left. Alright, so you know what I mean. So um, I don't think you can do it. Next up, we got this gimmick match, which I'm just gonna say straight out was 
not done well. Although it was a decent match, um, Godzilla versus Kong match, Jurassic Express versus Bear Country. The reason I didn't like it is because you awkwardly, in the middle of the show, cut to a, a, a commercial of Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. Then they debut, they, they show them come out, match stars. Then you go to commercial. A regular commercial. Yeah. Right and when I, the match started. The majority of the match is during the commercials. When we come back, it's pretty much hot tag from Luchasaurus. He gets his shit in. They try to come back, and then he is over. Luchasaurus and, and Jurassic Express win. So if you were gonna book, you knew this match was a gimmick. Why did why did you put this in between a commercial? I think they were just promoting the movie. They probably got some sort of advertisement money off of that yeah, just to do it. Of course, they got advertisement. Of you know, WB is also behind TNT and. Uh, TBS, they both, I think they're both in the same parent network. So, yeah, so, um, but I agree with you, like the match, cause I already know that the match probably would have been fine. Just, we just couldn't see the shit. Like what more can we that, do? That, like, that screen and screen thing, it, it doesn't yeah. do it. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to credit it when it's like, I'm getting distracted by a huge commercial. Yeah. And this is supposed to be the gimmick match that you promoted from last week. So I, I think they did them wrong as far as the placement on the, the match um put in it during a commercial segment and then kind of bookending it with commercials so you know i think they could have did better on that regard but overall the match was decent of what i did decent what i did see yeah um, yo bear country's um, impressive bro seven. yeah bear country's impressive bro like they did yeah, that they, cannon they, i'm a new york boys yeah they get busy so salute to them you know what i mean um i'll give it a seven it was dope uh we really i can't really rank it too high because we couldn't see shit you know what i mean like that but it was in the majority but it was a seven to me too i agree um next up we got qt marshall with his new stable um this is what i missed i missed it cody rose and this is another segment where they were speaking to my soul i feel <laughs> like i feel like they listening to us for real i feel like you know one of them guys are enjoying, you know, the, the fan perspective of Kayfabe Avenue and they're, they're hearing what we're saying. Cause or either that or we're breathing stuff into existence yeah. because the first thing QT does is legitimize himself and the people around him. The first thing he says is Aaron Solo is not going to be just someone's boyfriend. And what have we been saying for weeks? Oh, Bailey's boyfriend. I mean, Bailey's ex. I mean, call him Bailey. <laughs> like, yeah, don't call them Bailey and shit. You know, running joke. Um, for the, for the, the rookie, whatever the case may be, but you already legitimized them. I already listen. Going forward, he's Aaron Solo. Yeah, this is what I needed. Yeah, this is exactly what I needed from the Nightmare Family guys because we've been saying it for this entire time. That nightmare family's been a thing. Cody doesn't support his 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 stable the way he should. Um, he doesn't back Lee Johnson. He doesn't show off for these guys. None of that shit. QT yeah. Marshall has. You feel me? And he's been training them in the nightmare fam in the nightmare um training facility, whatever the case. So already legitimized um the people around him. So I really like that. Yeah. Uh, all jokes aside, Aaron Solo, um, kudos for that. I'll, last time I called him, 
Bailey's uh, boyfriend or Bailey's ex. Yeah, or, I put some respect on his name now. Some respect <laughs> on Aaron Solo. And that's what they made sure about their way to do. And, you know, hats off. I feel like AEW really pays attention to what the fans are saying online and yeah. to, you know, the trends or whatever. So hats off to that because he would have been a running joke for a couple of more weeks for sure. I need to go back and watch this. This is when I was having technical difficulties. I missed this, this whole yeah. promo. Um, but I agree, like, like yeah, that's what he needed. The they needed that shot in the arm. Like I told you, QT finally getting his personality now. He got a new stable. Let's see where it goes from here. Yeah. You feel me? So um, next up, we got Stang coming out and it's all entrance. And we think it's going to be more than usual. Yo, I don't care, bro. I got to say it, man. I think he got the best entrance music in the game right now, bro. That beat is how so about, fire to me. How about the champion is still on the roster? Nah, that beat is so fire to me, bro. I'm sorry, son. Like, Cody Rose fucked up his theme song with the Snoop Dogg remix. Yeah, bro. like, yeah, because his I shit was like... One of the firest ones to me in AEW. But Sting right now, his shit is just crazy. It's so epic, my nigga. Like, yeah. But good to continue. That's his whole entrance or whatever the case. He's about to get uh, interviewed. And for like the third week in a row, he gets interrupted before he could get off a word. We got Jake the Snake. And he straight up, he straight up tells Sting, Insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. I'm, you're going to come out here. You're going to try to speak. I'm going to interrupt you. The murder hawk is going to steal your time. And that's just how it's going to be. Yo, Jake the Snake. Where's Darby he, Allen? He looks like a, I forgot what he called him. I forgot what he, he says, so, yo, Jake the Snake. It's something like that. Yo, Jake the Snake promo game is, is yo, he's hilarious, bro. He looks like, look like a little ferret or some shit like that. He still got it. Yo, the then the murder hawk comes out, speaks to the mic, you know, and, and he speaks the truth. And once again, he's speaking to my soul, bro. Yo. Once again, Facts. we've been saying it how long? Like, yo, it's time, man. He gets to the top, then they fade him away. Yeah. He gets to the top, then they fade him away. And he's it. I'm tired of getting to the top, fighting Moxley, beating these dudes up, and then I'm not in the title picture no more. What the fuck is going on here? So the difference this week... Sting takes the mic and surprisingly agreed with everything that Murder Hawk said and puts it back on Jake the Snake like, yeah, why don't you teach him? Why don't you put him in that spot? Teach him <laughs> how to get there. I agree with everything you're saying. And Jake is like, <laughs> he's like, why are you there with that stupid look on your face? <laughs> Go and teach him how it's done. So... Oh. Murder Hawk gets inspired, and you know, I guess we'll see more from that. Yo, Lance Archer, man. I like every aspect of that. that Yo, movie. I like that whole promo. Yo, Jake the Snake, he still got it in the promo department, bro. Not only that, yeah. it, it gave me a little bit more respect for Sting and, and his position in AEW because you're not just here trying to make storyline for just yourself yeah. and what you're doing. You're literally putting Darby over, getting your shit in, and then Yo. You know, putting over another character another that's completely separate from what you're doing now. So I respect it. Yeah. That's you, that's what 
Legends coming back. That's what they're supposed to do. Court. Exactly. That's exactly what they're supposed to do. And if Sting's going to have matches, as long as it's cinematic like they did it last time, which was one of the best cinematic matches. Yeah. I'm fine with it, I guess. I'm fine with it. As long as you're not, as long as you're not going over five people. I just, want, I just want Lance to start getting his wins. I want him back in the mix. I always was a big fan of him since he came in. I like the gimmick. I like him coming, throwing people around in the backstage out of nowhere and like I, I like that crazy shit from him, man. I want him to start winning, man. We gotta get him back up in there. Come on, Jake. Yo, teach him, Jake. Feelings <laughs> and throw them in trash cans and drag yeah. He used to come out bringing somebody he beat up to the ring and throw him in the ring, power yeah. him and throw him back out. Like yo, <laughs> like I like that, yo. Like so, it's crazy. I like that that psycho shit, man. Like yo, come on, Jake. Sting is right, man. Yo, get him in, get him where he need to be, man. What's up, yo? I want to see, I want to see him and Brian Cage in the barbecue. He ain't Arn Anderson. Yeah, man. Like I, I need to see him and Brian Cage one time, please, yo. AEW, if you are listening, I don't even care if it's on dark for the FTW title. Lance Archer, Brian Cage, it sells itself. Just have Jake and Taz do the promos. That's it. Just yeah. one promo. Just start making it make more uh mean more the fcw title they definitely should that storyline has it started and then just dropped out of left not even doing nothing right now it's a prop on his on his arm right now do something with it yeah speaking of the fcw title <coughs> we move along to team taz and they're about to cut a promo and starks tries to you know be slick and, and interrupt and then say we should hear from cage and then taz interrupts them both and says no starks you're gonna stop instigating we need to get on the same page. He tells them about the offer that he threw Christian Cage and says that they need to get on their A game and they all agree. That's pretty much what that promo was about. Yeah. So I can't complain. We'll see more about that storyline, I guess, in the coming weeks. Then we head on to the TNT Championship match, Darby Allen versus JD Drake. Yo. I got to admit, I really did like this match. This was a dope match. I've never uh, seen this. Go ahead. Go first. While, while I feel like J.D. Drake looks mediocre as fuck, he's actually really good in the ring. I did like, you know, his strength and um, how he moved for his size. He had a great matchup with Darby uh, from beginning to end. Um, he put his body at risk, too, doing a little spy at the barricade. So I did, did yeah. really enjoy J.D. Drake, and it opened my eyes to this guy. So... It got the job done for me. Uh, Darby Allen ends up, of course, retaining with um, his, uh, what he calls it, the coffin drop. Yeah. And uh, he wins clean over J.D. Drake. My only thing about this was, I kept asking you was, why the hell is Dolph, Dolph Ziggler's brother and and Benoni out there? Running around, yeah, like trying to help. At all. I don't know. It was kind of weird. I thought the same thing, but especially they don't even have any involvement in the TNT championship. You're not ranked for it. You haven't had any involvement previous. And according to light dark elevation and dark dark, OG dark, you didn't even have matches to even be involved in this. I mean, um, I maybe they developing something for the long run, you know, long term booking with 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 um Naaman and and maybe, maybe they trying to recruit JD Drake. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yo, the, speaking of, yo, he did great, yo. Like, he, I've never seen him before wrestle impressed. I mean, yo, he's hard-hitting, bro. He looked like he'd be stiff-shotting. Like, woo. Yeah, he's trying to deal with it. I just think he needs to find his his look. Yeah, once one, I mean, this is, the, he, what, like two and one? Because I saw his overall before the match started. He's like only two and one. So give him a couple of more. You know what I mean? Get him in the mix of something because he he looked like he could be a force later on. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm not taking nothing away from him. He should go under J, um, Jake the Snake. Him and, and him and Lance Archer together. I can see that. That that you know what I mean? Because they both like hard hitting, stiff shot um, wrestlers. So it would kind of make sense. But yeah, a dope match. I give it like a this is probably like a one of the high matches, like an eight. They yeah. went like a good fifteen minutes. Darby was taking all of that shit. Like he's. Yo, something's wrong with him, man. Like, he don't have no fear or he don't get pain. On his chest the whole match. Yo, he must, he must not have no pain. Like, he, I don't know what's wrong with him, man. Tax in a bag and power bomb. Like, yo, he's crazy, bro. Like, he's bad. I don't care. He's still bad. I like Darby Allen. I can't lie. I like Darby because he just don't give a fuck. He'll take all of them hits and he will still get up and fight. Like, that shit that sucks. I'd be like, please don't do it. I don't even want to see you do it. <laughs> he's crazy. Oh, don't do it. Yeah, but um, I give it an eight. Dope match. This was like yeah, one of the, the good. It was a good match. Um, yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, like I said, I was confused about Dolph Ziggler Jr. and and <laughs> Dolph Ziggler Jr. Even after the match, it's Big Money Matt finally attacking Darby Allen because they announced that they had they had <laughs> coming up. Yeah, out of nowhere, because again, Matt's not ranked on the ranking system. So again, enough to get a title match. Storyline destroying your rank system again. Matt Hardy's next up with Darby Allen, so he tags him after the match. And then we have um the Dark Order come out and try to storm off on uh, the Hardy family. And then I like how they kind of segue this whole thing because it ends up leave, leaving right into the Tay and um... right into Dark Order, kind of cornering the bunny. And then it leads to the Bunny and Tay Conti started to fight each other and uh, square up on the stage, leading to their, their match. Yeah, that was a good transition. I did like that too. That was dope. So that was a kind of a dope um, transition in between the matches. Yeah, so um, we, we got Tay Conti versus the Bunny. It was Another a match. It was, was a really good match. dope match too. Back to back, hell, the winners. Dang, she like yo NXT. They dropped the ball on that. Yeah, girl. like because we never seen this type of um before when she was wrestling at NXT down there. Like we ain't see her really get busy like she has been since she came over. Man, she doesn't talk too much on the mic, but she so far got the whole package. In yeah. ring, the look, she got a good uh, a good a stable behind her. I I think I think it's time she got a good run. She got a, a good record oh, right. right? She deserved it. She's been putting on for the past couple of months more than she has. She has been sitting a lot. That's a seven and a half or seven. Yeah, you know, I give it a seven two. I agree. Um, yo, I'm proud of Tay, man. Y'all NXT, y'all, 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 y'all drop one, man. She could have been good over there. Like yeah. the way she's wrestling now, I would want to see her in a match with Bailey. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that could have been a dope match. We don't know. Now we would probably never would know unless Bailey come over or she go back, but. Yo, I'm proud of Tay, man. Yo, she been she she deserved it. I won't be I won't even stress if she take the belts anytime soon with Sheeta. You know what I mean? I just hope, you know what I mean? She put on a classic with Sheeta. 
And proud of her. Proud of her. Get uh the little video package hyping up the main event, the trios match. Then we get um Chris Jericho about to do another interview backstage with Alex when he gets attacked by the, uh, the pineapple. I mean the pinnacle. Pinnacle. And then um they show backstage that they took out the the inner circle backstage. They end up um, attacking Chris Jericho, trying to make a zapple out of him when Mike Tyson comes out and makes the save, which is surprising because he has a little rivalry with, with Chris Jericho. So yeah, fake, fake I guess beat. they're trying to get over the badass aspect in the circle. So Mike Tyson comes out, um, clears the ring for them, and the circle comes out. They all stand there together yeah. looking pretty badass. So... I guess we got Mike Tyson coming back into the fold. I don't know. Join them. I don't know. It is what it is. Yo, he still look diesel, man. Like, yo, I don't, I still don't want. You know, fight? Yo, fight? yeah, I saw, the, I saw the Roy Jones fight with him. I saw the fight. He, he looked like he could still go, bro. Yeah, he looked like he could probably still knock somebody out. Now he's 50 something years old. He's still like, scary. Five times he could fucking knock a thing out. Like, <laughs> he'll knock somebody out. He's 50, yo. Like, you know what I mean? So salute Tyson. That's Brooklyn, Brownsville, baby. That's Brooklyn. <laughs> so then we have uh, Tony Schiavone interviewing Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel. Yo, I'll let you take this one. Yo, <laughs> yo, first off, yo, she said what we just were saying. She was like, the ranking system don't mean nothing. I need both. I need my, she said straight up, it's bullshit. She said straight I was like, yeah. Yo, I'm ready, man. You speak it to our soul and have to say. All these promos tonight been fire. Like, now that I think of it, like, yeah. everybody been saying bars all night. Um, yo, just get a couple of wins, girl. Get a couple of wins, because you've been losing. One thing I got to say about Britt Baker is that she has actually been in a lot of the high, um, the high story matches, you feel me? Like she's always been, she's a staple in, in Dynamite. Like she still got that crazy um backstage um thing that she does with her show, and like she's 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 more active and all over the place than than most of the other women. You feel me? She's getting the bigger looks with her and Rosa. Was they put on a fire match? She had that big that that Doctor Dentist match with with Swole. Like she's been getting the big matches. You feel me? Yeah. So um, she, she just needs a couple more wins and she can get in the mix. We've been saying it all night. We've been saying it for months. We've been, I've personally been saying it and arguing even she with- said it herself. This team at points I've argued, this fucking rank system doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you feel lines overpower rank. But to play devil's advocate, the women's ranking system is the one that actually makes the most sense out of the team. Yeah. <laughs> Baker's pretty much like, hello, Treat us like the rest of the uh, <laughs> dudes out here and yeah. make it not make sense so I could get a title shot. And she said, she said a fast, she was like, yo, I'm in all the stories and my star power. I'm the one everybody's coming to see. She said facts. That was all facts. Yeah. Like, yo, think about it. Like, all right, because Tay is the number one contender, right? But she doesn't have the personality that Britt Baker does. So if you put them two in a promo match or something, Britt Baker's going to destroy it because she got more personality with her heel role that she's playing right now. Yeah. You feel me? Like, more people is going to relate to her craziness. So it's like, yo, she just need a couple more wins again in the mix because I want to see her with the belt too, man. She's been, she deserve it. She's been, she's been, since she changed to heel, 
she's been she's been kicking ass, man. Even though she takes the losses, she's still in the in the high spot in the high matches. She's getting the best viral Vs. You know what I'm saying? It's time for her to start winning and, and get the belt finally. You feel me? Then she could really talk some shit. I completely agree. So I, you know what I mean? I like the promo, another one. You know what I mean? Yo, all night promos was fire. <laughs> all night. That one was one of the ones that in particular spoke to my soul. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> another promo with uh, Red Velvet responding to um, Jade Cargill and pretty much hyping up their match for next week. Yeah, they got a match next week. Then we got the main event of the evening, <clears throat> Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, a.k.a. the Bullet Club or whatever they want to be called, versus John Moxley and the Young Bucks. So... The matchup was actually fucking good. Yeah, it was a good match. They tried to play up kind of like the New Japan story when the Bucks were fighting against uh, Kenny and the Golden Elite. And um, Matt was kind of torn between fighting Kenny and trying to prove himself against Kenny. This reminded me of that, where they could have finished Kenny off with the with the um BTE trigger and Matt couldn't get it done. Yeah. He stopped. Yeah. So Moxley tags himself in, hits him with two crazy the yeah, pineapple um pineapple um, paradigm shifts. Yo, them shits was like a flip over. He hit him. <laughs> what I liked about Moxley too was when he hit him with the first one, he went to go press Nick like what? And that's he went back. Done. He was he like that's how it's done. And then he went back, picked him up, and did it again. I was like, yeah. That's how it's done. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yo, son. The Bucks finally did what I felt they should have did last week. And they stretched it to this week, I guess, to make it more suspenseful, to get a match out of it and stretch the story a little bit. I, I understand that. I'm not going to complain about that. I'm just happy that it finally happened. The yeah. Young Bucks, in that moment, um, Moxley, after the two paradigm shifts, puts him in a sleeper hole um, on the ground. They end up uh, super kicking Moxley, both of them, uh, stereo super kicks. Then we get the, the good brothers back in. They hit, they hit a magic killer. Then we get... Um, them dragging pretty much Kenny over Mox for the one, two, three. And then after all that, the good brothers, for good measure, tell the Bucks to attack them again. Yeah. So then they end up hitting super kicks on them again. And um, pretty much the, the, the Bullet Club is back. We got the good brothers, the young Bucks, and Kenny Omega with Don Callis on their side. I like it. I like it. About it, time. It, it didn't, and that's what I said. Finally, it didn't make sense that the young bucks were on the fence at all. Yeah. You were the ones, storyline-wise, that told Kenny to turn heel. Kenny finally snaps gold heel on John Moxley, tells you, Are you following me? And yeah, you're following me. Yeah. Which I was the one super kicking. Um, who was it? Alex Marvez? Yeah. Was it? They were walking around kicking everybody, every cameraman and announcers and shit. Yeah. But you was on the fence for this. That part of the story was so stupid. It was a part of the impact, New Japan, convoluted mess. But they finally started to 
you know, get everything back in line. So yeah. kudos to AEW on that. I still just want to see what the fuck is the end game. Like, are y'all gonna invade Impact? Is Impact gonna invade? Why is Don Callis still here and the Good Brother still here? You feel me? Like, what are y'all doing? Y'all got Kenny still got a match with Rich Swan for the both of the for like it's a unification I, belt. What the end game? I don't know what the end game is. I don't what, either. What it should be is now that the Bucks are back with the with Good Brothers and back with Kenny, that's technically one of the OG Bullet Clubs. Yeah. We already saw the partnership with New Japan, with Kenta having a few matches, um, Mox defending the United States Championship, uh, IWG United States title against Kenta. I definitely see this going to a Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Jay White's Bullet Club, Kenta's Bullet Club, versus Kenny Omega's club. Okay, all right. You know, right. Um, the Gorillas of Destiny, G.O.D. is always throwing on Twitter shots about this fake Bullet Club, and they've been, they've been week in, week out, talking about Bullet Club, and, and Kenny a few weeks back on Impact showed up with the Halloween Bullet Club version of his shirt. Yeah. So I think that's the end game. I think that's what needs to be the end game. All right, so, but... um. We'll see um, where that where this leaves Moxley because they just fucked him up. So now he got beef for all five of them. Now having more people to fight against, and we had Eddie Kingston coming out trying to make the save, but they end up whooping his ass too. So it's so far it's only Eddie Kingston in them. Eddie Kingston, but Eddie Kingston stable man. Like y'all need to link up with Moxley and help him. <laughs> he lost the stable. Like yo, come on, son. He lost Penta. And Ray back to the the death triangle. Yeah. He lost the bunny and the butcher to Hardy. The Hardys by himself. Yeah, so I don't know where where, where this is gonna lead for Moxley. Moxley's gonna look like he's gonna be getting he's gonna have long nights getting his ass whooped every week, bro. Yeah, but finally, finally the Bullet Club is back. The elite is back. There's no more of that on the fence shit with the young bucks. It it, it wasn't a good look for them. Um, Kenny's actually been looking better. He's been actually feeling like the clean of Kenny. Um, he's been taking a couple losses recently. And honestly, he's been looking kind of bad. Like as far as like the way people have been able to take advantage of him and he needs, he needs like the good brother's help. You know, he had a, he had a decent match with Sidal, which he won clean, which I give yeah. him that one. But a lot of these instances with, with um, Mox, he's been like looked at real bad, like looking bad in the instances. Yeah, yeah. So, but overall, I like the show. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll give this this show overall eight, eight and a half. Um, I'll the give it promos hit for me. More All than the promos was fire. Like the storyline, the the you know where they're going with it. That's what really hit for me. I think the only one that was kind of like regular was the Red Velvet, but I think that was like a video package. It wasn't like really a promo. We came out. Yeah, so I can't really count that, but yeah, I give it an eight, yo. It was a dope night. You feel me? It was a dope night. I think the match of the night probably was Darby and JD Drake. So yeah, I, I give them, I give them the match of the night as well. I think that was probably match of the night, low key. Um, I want to see more of that JD Drake dude, man. Like he really impressed the shit out of me. Yeah, I just to, to spice him up, give him a little bit more swag. Yeah, I gotta give him some more song. You know what I mean? Put him out, put him on the grill. Let's go. With that being said, we could do this all day. 
EA, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at E-D-O-T-A. That's at E.A. I'm also in the Facebook group. Kayfabe at Facebook group. Like, share, subscribe. Send your hate mail over here. I'm the petty god. And you already know. You already know the rest. <laughs> right. you find, you? find us collectively at Kayfabe Avenue on Instagram, on Twitter, on the Facebook. Like EA said, join the conversation. Like, share, subscribe to our YouTube. Speaking of subscribing, click that support link on Anchor. Click that support link on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. <clears throat> all streaming platforms so check us out at kayfabe avenue help yeah. us keep the lights on help us keep this kayfabe avenue train moving i've been kayfabe aj this has been e.a this has been kayfabe avenue and the aew wrap up kenny take us home bye <laughs> and good night